welcome to the Mind, Soul and Spirit podcast where we talk all about concepts of the self, soul purpose, finding meaning and all things spirituality. Here you will find episodes filled with the deep and meaningful and free from the small talk. I'm your host Marnie and I thank you for joining me on whatever stage of your healing journey you are at. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mind, Soul and Spirit podcast. I want to start today's episode with a story, something that happened to me last week that I just, it was really cool. So um, on Thursday nights, my family and I, we go and play social lawn bowls. It's one of my favorite sports and people laugh at me because I'm, I'm like an old lady in a in a 27 year old's body. But anyway, lawn bowls has always been one of my favorite, um, sports to play. So can you even call it a sport? I don't know, but we had social lawn bowls and after the game, you go back into the clubhouse and you sit with your, with the team that you played and you have some snacks, like some, and share platter or some nibbles or Some people bring sausage rolls and pizza and all that sort of stuff. So we sat and we were talking with the other players that we played. And when everyone's eating and sharing their food, they do a money wheel. So you buy a little wooden paddle. It's got a number on it. There's three colors. There's a yellow, green and white. And you pay a dollar and you get a numbered paddle. And what they do is they spin the wheel And if your number, so they'll say yellow paddles and they'll spin the wheel. And if your number matches the number that was spun and the color matches, then you get to, you win and you get to go up the front and spin the wheel again to see how much money you win. And then they give you cash. They give you cash back for winning the prize. And so we did two rounds of money wheel last Thursday night and One of the families that was sitting with us, there was a lady there and she had three little kids and one of her little boys were, I think he he looked about year one or year two, so he's quite young Um, and he was loving the money wheel. So in the first round, his mum bought him a paddle and he had one paddle with his number and his his number didn't get called and he, he dropped his bottom lip. He was so upset, but he, you know, he got over it quickly And then when they came around to do the second round of money wheel, his mum said, oh, I don't have any more coins to buy you another paddle. So no more, you know, and I was like, okay, I didn't buy any paddles in the first round. But then in the second round, I went and borrowed some coins from my partner and I bought four paddles and numbers and I was sitting there at the table and spirit popped in and said to me, give the little boy one of your paddles, one of my four paddles. And I was thinking, this is a bit strange that spirit's coming to me right now because I don't normally get messages when I'm in a really public place. Sometimes I do for close friends or whatever, but in this situation, I was in a very crowded club room and, you know, not, not an overly um, spiritual setting, I suppose, but was sitting there and I didn't give the, I didn't give this little boy the paddle cause I thought, Oh, I kind of dismissed the message and thought, mm, no, I don't think I'm hearing that right. 
Anyway, but then they told me again, they said, give the little boy your paddle and we'll make sure you win. And I thought, hmm, this will be a really good experiment, I suppose, to make sure that the messages that I'm getting are accurate, I suppose. And so anyway, the man went to spin the wheel and I handed one of my paddles over to the little boy and his face lit up. He was so excited. Oh, I've, you know, got another chance to win. Anyway, so just seeing his face after I gave him the paddle was reward enough. But then my number got drawn and we were going, oh, yay, yay. Anyway, I couldn't believe that my my paddle had been drawn and I got to go up and I thought, oh, this would be interesting. I spun the wheel and I landed on $48 and $48 is the biggest amount that you can win on the wheel. And I was just like... Oh, I was so thrilled. I was ecstatic. I was like, oh my gosh, like I am, I'm hearing these messages. I'm obviously hearing these messages quite well. Anyway, so I'm high on life. I go and sit back down at the table and the man at the front said, any color, whatever number drawn uh, is spun, you'll win $5 or whatever it was. Anyway, I sit down. I'm still so excited about the fact that I've just won $48 on the money wheel. And then next minute, my mum's sitting next to me. She's going, Marnie, Marnie, you won again. And my paddle had won a second time. So I, w- I went up the front and the man gave me, here's another $5. And everyone's laughing uh, about the fact that I'd won the $48 and then went to sit down and, and won another $5. So that was a really funny story and I really wanted to share that because it really concreted for me that you need to trust, you need to trust your intuitive pulls, your intuitive messages, trust your instincts. Um, For me, I really needed uh, just a little bit of extra reassurance that I'm on the right path and that I am hearing messages how I should be hearing them and I guess as well, it just sort of showed that my guidance is not just limited to when I'm sitting down with a client or sitting down to do some work. It's it's coming through to me quite often and in a lot of different scenarios. So anyway, that was a really fun experience for me and with my spirit team. And yeah, I just really wanted to share that. So anyway, moving on to the next, to the topic of today, and the topic today is a theme that's been around me quite heavily this week, and I'm going to be talking about how old wounds will be triggered when it's time to heal. So I've channeled majority of this episode, and the way that I channeled it was really good timing for me because I was in a bit of a, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on right now? And spirit kind of jumped in and said, look, this is this is the situation that you're going through. And obviously they've brought it out in a podcast episode and, and now I'm going to share it with you. I think I've, I did that with one of my episodes that I had recently, which it's really nice to have a bit of consistency and some, you know, the synchronicities are there in terms of what I'm experiencing, what it means or what lessons am I learning through this? And then I'm able to share that with the people within my circle. So the universe will bring you situations that trigger old wounds in order for you to heal. 
This could be in the form of people, events, workplace situations, topics of conversation and new opportunities. They can be difficult to navigate as these situations make you doubt whether the opportunity is right for you because of how they make you feel. However, the difference between whether something is wrong for you and whether something is helping you to heal is that if you are out of alignment, your main feelings will be frustration and anger. When an opportunity is healing you, your main feelings are usually sadness and anxiety. And sadness meaning there will be tears in a way that represents the cleansing of old emotions. If you think about how salt is used as a cleansing tool, and I actually keep a bowl of salt in my treatment room to help me when I'm cleansing my clients' energies and auras when I'm working with my clients. So for example, tears hold cleansing properties because of the saltiness of the tears. And we all know that we feel better after we've had a good cry. And a lot of that is because by releasing your emotions through crying and tears, you are actually cleansing your emotions. Similarly to the ocean, a swim in the ocean is extremely cleansing and grounding. And a lot of that has to do with Not only being in nature, but also the salt levels within the water. So let's get into this topic and look at how people can trigger old wounds. So people can come into our lives to trigger old wounds. An example I would like to share is that at my recent workplace, I was placed on shift with one of my co-workers and there was something about this person's energy that would make me feel very emotional It was in the way that they spoke to people, in the way that they walked around, in their tone of voice, the way that they would get defensive and argumentative at really low key situations like uh, the music volume, for example. And for the first two weeks that I worked at this place and I had to work with this person, I would go home and I would cry. Every shift without fail that I'd worked with them, I'd come home and I would just start crying and I wouldn't even know why. And I worked out that the way that this person would act and talk to me reminded me exactly of a year six student that I had in my class about two or three years ago. And it was like the attitude of that student and the attitude of this now co-worker was being mirrored. Now, I had a lot of difficulties with this particular student in the past, and I'd never fully dealt with how traumatic their behavior was in the classroom, I think. So now in this situation, I was being faced with a person that was mirroring the exact same behaviors so that I could heal from those trapped emotions that I was holding on from that previous relationship. After about two weeks of finding it very difficult to work with this person, There was a huge shift in their behavior and their attitude towards me. It was like this co-worker had done a full 360 on their attitude and energy towards me. And it was really, I was quite confused a little bit. And now, now I actually really enjoy working with this person. We have realized that we actually have a lot in common. We look forward to working with each other because we work well as a team. So when you are faced with people that I suppose rub you up the wrong way, you can ask yourself, what is this person trying to either teach me, mirror in myself, or what are they triggering 
in me that needs to be healed. And you will find that once you have dealt with it and felt what needs to be felt, let go of what needs to be let go of, there will be a huge shift in how your relationship further develops. And Spirit are just adding to this that surrendering to the learning experience is what will support you through it. If you deflect, if you avoid, or if you try and run from the situation, try and hide from the situation or hide from the feelings, you are only going to prolong the healing process. If you jump in and dive into the situation and work out what needs to be learned from it, the process of moving through the difficult emotions will happen a lot quicker. There is times where people are put in our path to push us out of one situation and into another, but that's quite a different circumstance. And what will happen there is the situation won't actually improve. So the person will push and push and push until eventually you are forced to remove yourself from the situation. And this process is usually quite a lot longer. I mean, it can last three months, six months, 12 months of you being bullied, I suppose, as a way to force you out onto the correct path. So that's different to my situation with my coworker, where that was maybe two weeks of discomfort and then it was a completely different relationship moving forward. So, you know, there's differences in between what that relationship is symbolic for. And, you know, that's probably something that I need to discuss in a completely different episode. But just so you know, When we look at events and how these are opportunities to learn and heal, I find that events are short and sharp, as in the catalyst happens, the event occurs, the emotions are triggered, and then you spend a short time after healing from them, and then you move on from it quite quickly. So events are not prolonged experiences like how situations involving other people can be. They're done and over within two or three days. And I'm trying to think of an example for this, but the only example that I can think of is, well, I suppose it's more about learning a lesson, but it does involve healing at the same time, I suppose. So recently I was playing netball and I jarred my pinky finger on my right hand. And I was pretty certain it was fractured. I mean, I've asked a bunch of people and they're like, yep, I'm pretty certain it's fractured. Now it's all crooked and out of place and it's not not straight like it should be. But anyway, I was in so much pain for about three days before it started to heal. And it's still sore now about five weeks later, but I can still use it. Anyway, when I looked into finger injuries, finger injuries are actually linked to perfection and perfectionism characteristics. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned here before that I have really struggled with perfectionism for quite a while. So to the point where I literally will read and edit through a post a thousand times before posting it. I always over plan things so that I'm over prepared. I will overthink every little detail of every single conversation that I have, so on and so forth. So I fractured my pinky finger and I reflected on the symbolism behind this injury. And I was like, oh my God, Yes. Okay. I'm listening. Anyway. So after that, I've been focusing on really lessening the expectations I set on myself and easing off on the perfectionism because I'm like this 
this number one, this injury really hurts. And Spirit are obviously sending me a message through this event as such. So from that event, I've been making a real effort to focus on done is better than perfect. I can put this out in the world and the world isn't going to end if it's not absolutely perfect or if I spell something wrong or whatever, if that makes sense. So in a way, the event has helped me to heal, but rather than having a cleansing effect, it's had more of a learning and reframing effect in that the event has highlighted for me, okay, this is something we need to look at because continuing thinking and feeling this way is holding you back. And learning lessons and healing is very much connected in that you are releasing what isn't serving you. Whether that be emotions or behaviors, it all fits into the same basket. In terms of new opportunities, this is a tricky one because in this situation, the new opportunity may feel very wrong because of how your body and emotions might be responding to the situation. But in actual fact, The opportunity is very right for you. It's just that your old wounds need to be brought to the surface to be released so that you can step into this new opportunity with the right headspace and the right emotional circumstances. So as you move through the processes of these new opportunities and say you're experiencing a lot of anxiety and a lot of emotion around it, this can make you think this is not the right path for me. But sooner rather than later, the murky feelings will clear and you can move forward feeling really great about the situation. Usually in this situation, when you self-reflect, you will be able to link exactly where the wounds and difficult emotions are coming from. So you can talk yourself through it and bring awareness to the emotions And you might say something like, I know this is scary because it's bringing up a lot of emotions from X situation that I've obviously not fully dealt with yet. And that's okay because I'm going to feel these emotions. I'm going to let them surface and I'm going to move through this, trusting that my angels are guiding me and supporting me through this transformation that I'm going through. And you can show gratitude in that, I'm so proud of myself for facing this and allowing this situation to help me heal, even though I'm finding it difficult. I know I will get through this. So you need to just think about the situation carefully. If your opportunities are falling into place very easily, very quickly, then it's in alignment for you. Okay, so even if you are feeling those really difficult emotions at the start of this opportunity unfolding, that's just the releasing of these negative emotions so that you can step into this new opportunity with a clear slate, pretty much. I hope that makes sense. In terms of conversations, spirit want to talk about themes that seem to randomly drop into conversation at random times and not always through the same people. This is somewhat connected to the people that come into our life, but they want to focus on the topics and themes a bit more. So say you have a difficult relationship with a parent, the world will send you people that also have difficult relationships with their parents. And these people will want to talk to you about their difficult relationship. Or on the other end of this, 
Say you have a difficult relationship with one of your parents, like a a mother or a father figure. The world will send you the mother or father figure, depending on where your difficulty in your relationship is, that has a difficult relationship with their daughter or son. And there's two reasons as to why this happens. Number one is that spirit are showing you what you sound like or what your feelings feel like and look like so that you can see yourself in this other person. And then the second reason is that they want to show you what it's like to be on the other end of the difficult relationship. So if they're bringing you, say you have a difficult relationship with your mother and they're the world is sending you mothers having difficult relationships with their children, you are able to see the perspective of the parent, if that makes sense. And you can see how the other person in this situation could be feeling. I hope you're following with this. So these topics of conversation are being brought up because the universe or spirit are trying to plant the seeds to tell you that it's now time to look at this situation and work through it either to release emotions or to change your thoughts and behaviors around the situation. And you will find when this happens, it will be so random in that maybe a close friend brings it up. Then a few days later, your coworker wants to talk about it. Then a few days later, a client comes in and they are in a similar situation. And then a few days later, the checkout chick at Woolies brings it up. And then someone on the radio is talking about it. I'm telling you, it will be so, so, so random how, when, and who brings up the topic, but it will be a common theme. It'll just keep popping out at you so you can't avoid it. And the thing to remember here is that there is no coincidence. So if you're thinking, hmm, that's strange that that's been brought up within my circle or brought up to me like four times this week. It's essentially spirit knocking on the door and saying, we're ready to heal this. Are you ready to look at this situation? Okay. We're ready to address it. Are you ready to? And what spirit is saying is that once you've addressed this topic, the way the conversation makes you feel will shift. So if we looked at money, for example, say you have a challenging relationship with money, All of a sudden, everyone wants to talk to you about money and you can just feel your body cringing every time the topic is brought up. So your answer spirits knock at the door and you go, okay, yep, let's look at this. Let's work through this. We'll do the work around it. So you do the work around it. And then what happens next is you are sent testers and the conversation will get brought up again. And you will notice that the feelings you have around talking about money have completely shifted. So you won't notice yourself cringing or you don't get a pit in your stomach like you have in the past because you've worked through that theme in yourself and in your own energy and you're okay now to talk about it with others. If the test has come around and you still feel that you might be cringing at the topic or feeling sick in the stomach about the topic, what might happen is you'll have a breathing space and so you might have two or three months where the conversation is not brought up hardly at all, if at all. And then it'll circle back around to you. So the lesson comes and it shows back up again. And you'll go through that same process of having four or five different people bringing it up to you, bringing up the conversation 
or the topic to you within a week and it's spirit saying, okay, the lesson's coming back around now. Are you ready to look at it again? And it will just keep going like that in a circle until essentially you break that habit or break the feelings or release the emotions or release the behaviors, whatever needs to be done to move through that. And like I said before, this has been a huge theme for me this week, this entire topic. So I'm extremely glad that spirit have come in to help me understand my own situation better and help me to see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I have been quite emotional the past two or three days working through some old wounds that have been triggered in me. And now that I'm moving out the other side, I am seeing my situation a lot clearer. So I just want to remind you to just trust that if you are in a phase of healing, that number one, I'm sending you big hugs, lots of love and light energy and so much compassion because the journey can feel really rough at times. And so trust that spirit are working with you and that things will all work out how they're supposed to. And know that you can trust your spirit support, but also trust that you are worthy of this healing and you are worthy of better situations to what you've had in the past. So see these situations as a way for you to move forward from these negative situations to a new situation, a new opportunity that is going to be really rewarding for you. Okay. Wow. What a topic. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you all again soon. Okay. Bye now.